0: Welcome to Embrace It All with Certified Life Coach, Angela Adams. Although living with anxiety can be a challenge, did you know that you can really enjoy your life and thrive despite dealing with anxiety? Come with me and let me show you how you can love and embrace all of it. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome to episode 78. I'm Angela Adams, and I am so glad you're here. It's 2023, a brand new year. Isn't it exciting? Now, when I think of a brand new year, I think of a lot of words and a lot of phrases that come to mind, and I want you to be thinking, what are some of the things that you think of when you think of a brand new year? So for me, the words and the phrases that come to mind are this a fresh start. I feel energized. I feel hopeful and excited. And I feel this renewed commitment. Now, for many of us, the beginning of a new year sparks the desire to set new goals, right? Have you ever wondered, though, why? Why? Why do we set goals in the first place? Well, by divine design, each one of us was created to learn. Right? Each one of us was created to grow and to progress throughout our lives. And that desire has been instilled within every one of us. We didn't come to earth just to be. We didn't come to earth just to sit down and let things happen to us. We came to this earth to become, to discover our divine potential, to see what is possible and to create and to thrive. And this feels so invigorating and so good. Now, each January, I get really, really excited for the upcoming new year. I just love that new start. And I start to think about all the things, all the things I want to learn, I want to achieve. And like the rest of you overachievers, I tend to set too many goals Without even really thinking them through, I just want to do all the things. And so I make a list and I set these really high, sometimes unrealistic expectations for myself, thinking that I can work on every single goal at the same time. And I have done this over and over again for many, many years. Now, what I have learned is that this method of setting goals does not work. Usually, By about two or three months in, I have become completely overwhelmed. I've become completely exhausted and I end up quitting altogether. And what are my results? Well, I end up beating myself up for failing and I start to even resent myself for even trying. Now, I love what Anne Lamott says. She says, expectations are resentments waiting to happen. And that's what I did. I expected to be able to work on all of these goals, everything, all at once. And that just wasn't realistic. And so by quitting and by feeling like a failure, I really did start resenting myself. Now, how many of you listening to this can relate to any of it? Now, this method of setting too many goals at one time and then burning out early and becoming so discouraged when they aren't reached can be so defeating, can't it? Well, today I want to share with you some strategies that have helped me over the last few years understand better how to set and reach my goals. I want to go over some of the steps that I have learned and I want to share them with you. So step number one is to discover Now, your first step into setting any goal is to really discover. You want to ask yourself these questions, like, what are the goals that I want to achieve this year? Now, the second question is crucial. Why? Why do I want to set these goals in the first place? What is my why? And do I like my why? Am I setting them for my own personal growth and development because I want to? Or is it because I feel pressured to do it, to prove my worth? Is it because it's the trendy thing to do? It's everybody else is doing this. Why? Why am I wanting to achieve the goals that I want to this year? And when you start getting really clear and understanding your why, this is The most important step, I think, in goal setting. Your growth and your progress are for you. The things that you are interested in and committed to are personal. You don't have to set goals for anyone else, only for you. You don't have to have anyone's approval. These goals are for you. And once you're happy with your why, then you write that down. Now, when you're looking at your list, I want you to pick one or two only. <laughs> Remember, it never works when you try and work on 10 or 15 goals at the same time. Really, one or two are all you want to concentrate on. As I've been working with different coaches in the last few years, I have learned that the method of setting a 90-day goal and working on only one thing at a time really does work. Now, truth be told, this has not been easy for me. (laughs) Because like I said earlier, I just have so many things I want to do, so many things I want to accomplish. But I'm learning and I continue to learn that wisdom of constraining to only one thing at a time. And I have noticed how much more confident and committed I am when I really follow this plan. So pick one or two things that you want to accomplish. I want to share with you one of the goals that my husband and I together want to accomplish this year. So for the past 30 years, we have always wanted to hike the Grand Canyon rim to rim. We've had so many friends Do this throughout the years. And although it is one of the most extremely difficult hikes, from what I understand, everyone that we've talked to who has done it have all reported just how amazing it is. And so we really want to do this. And now is the time. So last month, we decided, along with two of our kids, that we were going to do it. We were going to hike from the North Rim to the South Rim of the Grand Canyon in one day. Now, (laughs) I am so excited about this. I am so excited about this. But we can't just set a goal, right? And just let it be there. We have to plan. So the next step is planning. Write down your goal. Whatever your goal is, our goal is going to be hiking rim to rim in one day. And what is the purpose of your goal? Write down the purpose of your goal in your plan. And the purpose of the goal for us is to accomplish what we've always wanted to do for a long time and to stay in good health and good shape. And we want to discover what is possible while enjoying one of the seven natural wonders of the world. The next thing you want to do as part of your plan is you want to ask yourself, how do you want to feel about this goal that you are setting? So for me, for example, I want to feel confident, I want to feel determined, I want to feel committed, and I want to feel enthusiastic. The next thing as you're planning, you need to ask yourself, what resources do I need? Now, obviously, if we're going to hike rim to rim, we're going to need a lot of equipment, right? Maybe not a lot of equipment, but equipment that we don't necessarily have. We're going to need good hiking shoes or walking shoes. We're going to need some place to carry our water and our snacks. We're going to need transportation to the North Rim and lodging. And we need to know the mountains in our area that are good training for this Rim to Rim hike. Then I have to ask what resources out there can help me accomplish this goal. Look for all the resources that can help you. You might have to Google. There's so much information out there. Information for me, for this goal, is when is the best time to hike? What time of year is the best time to hike a rim to rim? We need to know how to train, We need to ask friends and get experts advice on what we need to do, what, how we need to train for this. And once we have all that information, then we're going to break it all down and we're going to put it in doable steps. So once we make a plan, we set do goals. So number one, securing lodging and transportation was the first step because limited availability there's only a few times of year that you can actually hike rim to rim safely and it fills up quickly the transportation and the lodging fills up so extremely fast so we had to jump as soon as we decided that we were going to be committed to this goal we had to secure our lodging and our transportation. That was our very first step. The next step on our plan is to decide on a training plan. How many days of the week we were going to hike, we were going to walk, we might need to use a treadmill, possibly joining a gym. And we need to make a plan for when we want to hike in the heat. Generally, it means getting up very early in the morning before the sun actually is at its peak. We have to buy the equipment and break it in. So we have to decide when we're going to buy that equipment and how we're going to break it in and how long we need to break it in. And then what will I do when it becomes difficult or hard? <laughs> Setting goals and achieving goals is not always easy. If it was, it wouldn't be something to work for, right? It wouldn't be as gratifying. And there's going to be times. There's going to be times when my brain is going to say, all right, we're done. Let's quit right there's going to be times when my brain is going to want to be in control there's going to be times when you set your own goals that your brain is going to want to be in control it's just going to want to tell you all right let's quit remember your brain just wants to keep you comfortable right it wants to reserve energy and when it thinks that something is too hard or too uncomfortable it will want to try and convince you that for the sake of your own survival quitting is the best option sounds a little dramatic right but that's what our brains do however remember you also have a spirit in you and your spirit is designed to expand is designed to grow to progress to create and see what is possible so as part of your plan decide now to let your spirit be in control Like it's asking the question to your brain, what? We're going to quit? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. (laughs) Now, I'm sure, I am sure there are going to be many times during our training, especially, especially when the weather warms up and hiking in the heat does not sound fun at all, that my brain is going to tell me to just quit. I know this for sure because, quite frankly, I don't like the excessive heat. But deciding ahead of time that I will not let my brain be in charge will really help me stay focused. Now, of course, this doesn't mean that I won't listen to my body and adjust where I need to. I might need to walk on an incline in the treadmill in an air-conditioned gym for several months. I don't know. And that's okay. It just means that I won't let my brain... Be the one in charge to convince me that it's time to quit. Now, after we have made a plan and after all of that, now we want to take action. And the way I like to take action when I have set a goal is this. I write that goal down. Remember, that was the first step. We want to write that goal down. And then we look at that goal every single day. (laughs) so when you write that down put it somewhere where you can see it every day and then you're going to ask yourself these questions every day now it might seem a little redundant but i guarantee that if you do these steps honestly it will help you every day get closer to reaching your goal so you're going to ask yourself these questions all right what is my goal this Like I said, keeps your goal at the forefront of your mind. You're going to ask, why do I want to accomplish your goal? Remember, remember your why. Why is it that you want to do this? And then you're going to ask yourself, okay, how committed am I today on a scale of one to 10? And what do I need to think to feel more committed if I'm not at a 10? And how confident am I feeling about reaching this goal? And what do I need to think to feel completely confident in reaching this goal? That's the first thing you want to do in action. And you want to do this every single day. And like I said, it might seem monotonous, but I guarantee it really is key. Now we take action. The way we take action is we are onto our brain. We are going to be onto our brain when it starts to complain and it starts to resist. Our brains are going to resist anything, anything, like I said earlier, that is hard and painful. And I guarantee you, as you're working on a goal, if it's physical like this one, I am going to be in pain. There are times that my legs are going to be sore. My back might be sore. Things might be Sore, <laughs> but recognizing that this is going to happen ahead of time will give me the awareness that I need so that I don't fall for those stories that my brain is trying to get me to believe. I was talking about this goal with my coach the other day, probably a couple of weeks ago, my coach April Price, and she reminded me that pain isn't a problem until we make it mean something about us or our goal. When we believe those stories that our brain is telling us. Remember, those stories that your brain offers you when it wants you to believe that the goal you set is just too hard to achieve will create so many feelings, so many negative emotions. And when you start to feel those, you may take them as a sign that you should quit. Many times for me, when I feel those negative emotions creep in because I start believing that my goal is way too difficult to attain, and I stop believing in myself and my potential to reach it, I start to make excuses. Have you ever noticed this? I start to make excuses as to why I should quit. And what I am learning is that when I start to make those excuses, it only is because I want to avoid feeling that emotion because if I can believe those excuses, then I no longer feel that negative emotion. And when I want to let my feelings determine my decisions, then I'm going to quit. So don't allow your brain to be in charge. Remember, there is nothing, nothing wrong with feeling negative emotions while working on your goals. In fact, you are going to feel a lot Of negative emotion. You're going to feel a lot of great positive emotion, but you're going to feel a lot of negative emotion because that's how it is, right? Whenever we're working on anything, that's how it is. That's that 50 50 of life. You're going to feel that full array of emotion and it's completely 100% normal. Your negative emotions, remember, are not a sign that you're doing it wrong, it's just an invitation. It's an invitation for you to practice what you want to believe. It's like a reminder, right? Here comes that negative emotion. Oh, why am I wanting to do this goal? Oh, that's right. Do I believe I can do it? Absolutely. Okay. Now, when you do feel those negative emotions on your goal journey, here are some strategies that really have helped me and I know will help you. All right. So when this happens to me, I stop believing them and I feel them. I stop. I take a deep breath and I allow myself to feel what I'm feeling in my body. And this, my friends will quiet down that emotion It will clear your mind so that you can actually question it and figure out what you are thinking that is causing you to feel the way you're feeling. Now, if you have forgotten how to do this, please get on a call with me and I'll walk you through the steps. Believe me, this is an amazing tool that will calm your body and quiet your mind. Number two, ask yourself, What does my future self, the one that has achieved this goal already, want to believe? And answer that. And Number three, remember at the beginning of working on any goal, you're going to face a lot of resistance and you're going to want to make excuses. Like I know I'm going to want to make a lot of excuses when it gets too hot outside. I'm not going to want to hike. Now, I have experimented with the 10-minute and the 5-second countdown. And I will tell you that both are so effective. When the excuses and the resistance start to come, I talk back to it and I give myself 10 minutes to feel it. After that, I do a 5-second countdown with the determination that at the end of the 5 seconds, I'm going to take one step towards working on my goal. Maybe it's going to look like five-second countdown, and then I'll put my shoes on. Then another five-second countdown before I start to hike. By doing this, you and I will start taking charge of both our brain and our emotions. Now, one of the most important things you can do on your goal journey is to celebrate, celebrate the milestones, no matter how big or how small. And you're going to have a lot of them if you look for them. Now, again, remember one of our brain's job is to always, always, always look for problems. So naturally, it's going to want to focus on all of the ways that you may be failing right? Your brain is naturally focused on the gaps between where you are and where your goal is that you have set. And the gap in between. What it doesn't focus on is the progress you're making. Remember, achieving goals is more about the journey and what you gain along the way than reaching that goal itself. When you start to notice your brain focusing more on the gaps Decide ahead of time to stop it in its tracks and require your brain to acknowledge your wins. What are you learning? What progress are you making towards that goal? Remember, it can be small. It can be big. But you get to decide. You get to decide what it is. Remember, you get to decide what success is to you and decide ahead of time how you're going to treat yourself along the way, even if the results are different than you expect. And you're going to want to evaluate, evaluate along the way. Now, if you have a 90-day goal, if you have a 60-day goal, if you have a year-long goal, as you move toward your goal, you will have successes and you will have failures. And that again, is completely normal. Those failures don't mean there is anything wrong with you. They just simply mean that you are learning. Remember remember what Marie Forleo has said, one of my favorite things. Failure really stands for a faithful attempt in learning. I love that. Give yourself the grace and permission to evaluate, to learn, and then... Make adjustments, adjust your plan if you have to. There is more than one right way of doing things, and I really believe that there is always more than one right way of reaching your goal. That's where your creativity comes into play. As I continue to build my business, this step right here in particular has been so crucial. Achieving your goal may take longer than 90 days, may take longer than a year, and that is completely okay. If you don't hit your goal deadline, so what? It doesn't mean you failed at all. It only means that you just need more time. Two and a half weeks ago, as I was evaluating the goals that I set for myself last year with my coach, it was really clear that I didn't quite achieve everything I wanted to achieve. I did some, but not others. And at first, I felt really discouraged. When I got on my coaching call with my coach, I was a bit discouraged. Yes, it was disappointing, and I could feel disappointed. But then when we got talking, I was able to understand all the things that I've learned and all the things that I continue to discover about me and where I need to adjust. Now, remember, the only way you are going to fail, the only way you're going to fail is if you quit altogether. When it comes to setting your goals, remember, keep it simple and do what works for you. And don't forget, don't forget, I'm here for you. I would love to hear all about the goals that you want to work on this year. So get on a free call with me or shoot me an email, whatever you want, and let me know what those goals are and how I can help you achieve what you want to this year. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Have a fantastic day, and I will talk to you next week. Have you ever wondered what life coaching can do for you? Sign up now for a free coaching consultation at AngelaAdamsCoaching.com I would love to be your coach.